Hey, hey, people in motion, you're listening to What Does This Button Do? The podcast about hardtech. Brought to you by the Makerspace and hardtech innovation hub Motion Lab Berlin. Please welcome your host Christoph, that's me, and Roy. Hello, Christoph, how are you? Uh, hey Roy, uh, I'm I'm great. I'm I'm doing great. I'm very excited for our first podcast yeah, uh, episode. One of the first episodes. Of course, we don't know when this will be released, so it might be the third or fourth. It yeah, could be. Yeah, I guess it's more kind of like a pilot, but yeah, exactly. We don't know what's going to happen yet, right? Yeah, we're not telling anyone. We're profis. We're professionals. Like it's, it's it worked from the beginning flawlessly. Exactly. No problems whatsoever. And yeah, here we are. <laughs> yeah. That we had no issues whatsoever. Like it's, no. we, we thought about it yesterday and here we are. Exactly. Uh, and we already have someone with us. So let's say hello to her. So she's sitting right here. Hi, Cindy. How are you? Hi, everybody. Hi. Thank you for the invitation. I'm happy to be here as well. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, who, who are you and what are you doing? Tell us a bit about yourself. Uh, 3D printing bricks. What's with that? Uh, I am Cindy Valdez, I'm from Peru, and I study product design in Berlin. And the idea of the 3D printing clay came from actually my bachelor thesis at UTK, when I developed a 3D printing clay machine or clay printer, and worked with the idea to work with local clay and print uh, kind of bricks, geometrical bricks that open new possibilities for new kind of constructions. Awesome. What did you actually do before that? Like, how, how, did, how did you find yourself coming up with this idea? Uh, yeah, it's a very personal story because actually um, I was working building clay mat houses, clay mm -hmm. houses in Chile for three months for a German stipendium, I don't know, program. And so I was working with the material, uh, touching the material, and I get a lot of experience with that. And then I came back to Berlin. I needed to yeah, work in my bachelor thesis. I didn't have any idea, but I was with this feeling that the clay. And I was doing before our support land stuff and, uh, at the uni. And then I remember that uh, actually I was touching a lot of like raw earth and clay in my childhood because my grandparents had a clay house when I was a kid. And actually this feeling in the hands, this material was like calling me in a way I need to do something with it. And we had, I think, a really random 3D printing workshop with porcelain. And I was in love with this uh, digital and the, the machine. And it's like you can create forms and shapes that are super geometrical. And there's not possible to do it with hand. So you, in a way, play very extremely with the material, like go with a, an, a very extreme point of the material. And for me, it was like, okay, I can use design and digital tools to elevate a bit of the value of the material. Because I saw that today society say like, you know, like uh, clay houses or uh, yeah, clay and stay like, yeah, no, but it can be more can be much more and it's, it's a great potential material and I think this all this digital and design can help us to yeah to elevate uh, the material I don't know 
So you had a, a rather personal story in that regard that um, actually you had the, the feeling that this, the material like call to you, that's, which is, I would say in, in the hardware segment yeah. rather, well, it's the best case, right? You immediately get in touch with material or something and you have the feeling I have to do something with it. But from there to 3D printing, it's, it's still a big step because 3D printing involves so much technology. How did you, like, you said you had a random, rather random 3D printing workshop. Why still follow up on that regard with so much, it's, it's so much more technology involved than just the clay? Yeah, uh, it was funny. I was just uh, from the first moment in love with this, because I start with very extreme geometric forms. And these forms are very kind of impossible to do in another way, in the classic way of ceramics. So I was totally, I think I was just, I don't know, in love with that. And I felt like I need to do that. And so I go through all these uh, 3D programs and process. Because before that, I learned like 3D programs like SolidWorks at school. But I was like really not confident because it's very hard. SolidWorks is more very like engineered. You need to be super precise. And I learned everything in German. So for me, it was mm. actually a little bit shock because I never listened to these words before in my life. And it was very, I decided like, okay, maybe that is not my way, to be honest. And when I made this workshop and uh, learned about the, the ceramics and the geometrical form, and I started with Rhino, for example, that's more, more friendly. I was like, uh, I don't know. I was like, okay, I want to learn this program. Doesn't matter what <laughs> I want to go through. And I did it, and uh, yeah, I don't know. It was like a very big change because between uh, before to be like very scared about 3D programs, and when I knew it, what I can do with that, I was okay. I need to learn that. I will do it, and so yeah, and everything involved this tech part, and because if yeah, if you want to do something, it's like okay, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> so you actually taught yourself everything. Like it was kind of a uh, your own process of explore exploring these fields and and teaching yourself everything, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. It's uh, yeah. You learn yeah from tutorials. I don't know exploring uh, long nights of work because you need to learn about the process of the material. You need to know about how to build a digital stuff with a 3D programs. You need to know how to deal with a machine, how to build a machine. Extends hours of, I don't know, Google, you know. <laughs> <laughs> it was crazy when I think well, how it's that. I was like, okay, it's a lot of work. You really need to love what you, what you do to do that, yeah. I think. <laughs> but you basically decided to, pr to build your own 3D printer. Why actually did you build yeah, your own? Yeah, because I was use... at, at school and we didn't have one. It was like a workshop when somebody bring one small one and then go. And I was... I, yeah, it was like love. I don't know. It was like I need, I need to do that, and I need to build one because we don't have one. <laughs> so I just like go to, I mean, open source tutorials, you know, wiki groups, people are talking about three D printer stuff. I asking, um, and the original open source was a small one, like a desktop three D printer. I decided to go bigger. Uh, from the beginning because I had the idea, I, I want to print big stuff uh, because I, I don't know, I like 
and in the case of freaks it's like they need to be big <laughs> uh, mm -hmm. and i decided to to scale the original model and to make it three times three times bigger than the original uh, was a bit scary because I didn't do that before. So I was scared, okay, what happened if that doesn't work? Uh, I don't know. Okay, I go in, I'm going to, I'm jumping like the first step and going directly to the step number three. Uh, but okay, I take the risk, I do that. And it's work, <laughs> it's got to work. <laughs> and um, I guess it was also a lot cheaper to build your own uh, printer and not buy yeah. one, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. It's more and more cheaper. It's uh, yeah, with the price that are the market is very cheaper. Let's quickly talk about a bit more uh, about the bricks, um, because I, I said at the beginning you, you're thinking of printing bricks, like. Why? <laughs> and what's the what's the application? And I mean, I know what bricks are for, but I also know 3D printing, for those who don't know, is rather slow, at least at the moment. So how what do I have to think about if I'm thinking of Cindy's printing bricks from clay? <laughs> Um, now, first, okay, I had this old this background uh, building clay houses in Chile, my grandparents clay house, the experience I have with the earth. And the day with bricks is also with, because the people, for example, in, in South America have a different view of perspective from house, like a clay house is not, you know, it's not something expensive, it's not something nice, or there is a lot of uh, houses where like just building with bricks and they wait in like years to make la, the cement, the concrete on the bricks. You know, like the, all the structure of the house is made from bricks. And then you put uh, cement in the wall. And actually for society there, this is like, if you have a house that is not finished, you know, you have just bricks. It's something that uh, you don't have money to finish the house. You don't have, it's not nice. And and I was, I was uh, playing with this thinking actually. And I thought like, actually bricks, clay, earth, that could be more, you know, that there is more there. So I think my first, first, first idea was to show society that there's more in this material and with this idea of bricks. And um, the bricks industry, also in the normal industry, you pr um, normally produce the bricks uh, through extruder, but it's go like right. I mean, it's, you cannot go asymmetric. You cannot extrude asymmetric bricks. You go like right i don't know how to say it in a right way um and you can play with forms but not too much so stay like a classical brick and with 3d printer i discovered that you can make asymmetric forms you can make more complex uh forms of brick bricks and they like open new possibilities for building stuff and also to yeah like society see like there is more in this material is yeah this that's, is how that's I came really cool the idea of bricks and i want to actually i want to actually uh understand more uh about why you're doing what you're doing so we have this segment called the five whys so the five whys this is a common technique used to explore the cause and effect relationship underlying a particular problem 
was actually originally developed by Toyota. So if it works for them, why not for us? So Cindy, I'm going to start with a question. I'm going to ask you why. And then I just want you to to give me uh, your answer and we'll kind of do it step by step until we go to we get to the core of what you're doing. So um, you are 3D printing clay. Why? Because I want to show society that is more in clay that they can imagine. There are more possibilities. Okay, what? Uh, why are there more possibilities in clay, uh, for instance, um, compared to cement? Because it's a gray material. In the case of bricks, for example, if you build a house full of cement and if you build a house from bricks and clay, like uh, there's like less CO2 in clay, in bricks, than okay. in cement, for example. It's much better for the environment in general. So clay is better for the environment. Then why yeah, is because it's why come is everyone, back, you know, like if. Okay, so why is everyone not using it uh, today? Great question. Probably because cement is cheaper. Because it's a big industry, you know. There are cement fabrics everywhere on the world. <laughs> also in Peru, big as well <laughs> here. It's a very common pop, uh, popular material and it's cheap and work but okay where is behind yeah like everything already in the world we are going to the ship material to the fast material but not looking back okay so cement is cheaper and faster um and why is it actually cheaper and faster do you know well what i say before that is a big uh it's a big industry everywhere you know like there is there is big industry of bricks, but I think that cement is most most popular. It's like everywhere on the world. It's like, yeah. Yeah, everyone is everyone is using it. Okay, but it's really interesting that you're trying to to solve this problem and use uh, clay instead. But I mean, you already you already mentioned this before. Um, but why actually three D printing? Uh, because there is new possibility to building stuff. There is new possibility for uh, forms of bricks, and it's new possibility for architecture. Uh, it's new possibility for you know you don't need to have too much money if you wanna make something great just in uh, using clay and bricks and three D printing bricks. And I think it's coming. I think we see already all this. Uh, big printers now that they're like printing houses and stuff and that's already happened like uh, maybe four or five years ago when i started project uh, there was like some random experimental stuff that i researched before but now like they're coming more and more and more and i think that it will be is the future okay great thank you you're welcome Yeah, thanks for the insight on that part. I want to dig a bit deeper because I find it really interesting to use different materials for a 3D printer than the ones who are like, there has been a couple of years where always the media is telling us 3D printing is now the next big thing. And I have the feeling it's still um, not a big thing. <laughs> and um, 
But if people know about 3D printing, so the basics they know it's you have some form of plastic that's heated, but you obviously have a different kind of material. How did you approach this or have you any advice or learnings in the regards of if somebody wants to use a different material than plastics, how do I approach the 3D printing process like with the knowledge you right now have? Is there anything um, that, that you would advise to do? Yeah, I think the first, first, first thing is like to have the experience with the material, to connect with the material, because in my case, it's kind of a digital craft, because I need to learn the crafts of how to deal with the material and to connect with the material, whatever it is. I don't know if it's paper, if it's uh, organic uh, waste, if it's uh, a special binder, organic binder, in my case, it's clay. And I, I take a lot of long hours and months and years working with this material before I get to 3D printing. So maybe the first thing is like to connect with the material, learn how to deal with it. And then you can see all the possibilities that you can do with this material. And 3D printing is one of them. I mean, one important. So whatever the material is, yeah, the first thing is like have the experience with them before and feel the thing that, you know, feel, have this feeling, okay, I like this material, I really like it. Because if not, you don't put too much effort to, to yourself and then, I don't know. You have to, you have to enjoy what you're doing, right? You have to see the, the purpose in it, for sure. Yeah, because it's, if, you, if you mix this kind of craft material, whatever it is, with technology, with digital, you are creating something new mm -hmm. in between. And for that, you, you need a lot of hours of work. It sounds... You know, like you fail after fail after fail. It sounds like so much work and you're actually... You, you, yeah, it's a lot of work. Sometimes... Your project you're actually doing alone, right? Yeah, I'm doing the project alone. I started alone and doing that alone. Now, like I received some support of, uh, for example, Nick, who's helping me with this, uh, the part of the tech with the machine, because I mean, I do the basics. I did my, <laughs> but now the plan is to build another a one much better with maybe mm -hmm. using more height, uh, more, more technology. Uh, so I, for that, I need some advice from other people who <laughs> like I know more in this tech uh, world yeah. than me. Yeah, it's really interesting. How actually I'm interested. How do you actually uh, how are you actually funding your project? Uh, how are you financing it? Uh, I applied to Design Farm, who is uh, the fund for design projects mm -hmm. uh, in Berlin. And um, yeah, like was one month intense of this application process between letters, portfolios, uh, interviews. <laughs> I was exhausted. <laughs> I was just doing one month, just text, you know, writing stuff. I didn't touch any clay. I was like, okay, <laughs> let's see if that works. And thanks God that worked in the end. Yeah. Uh, they liked the project. They liked the idea. So combined technology, design and material, you know, and craft material. And yeah, it start in April. And yeah, let's see. That's exciting. Cool. What would you say like right now till the point where you have been, you approached so many different obstacles, like you had to understand the material, you have to understand 
like you said, SolidWorks was a struggle, especially with the language. Um, so that's three challenges already, then 3D printing, like from a technical perspective. Uh, so lots of obstacles. Is there like, what's what was the biggest challenge tech-wise in that regard? The, the, the code. That All right. <laughs> because I mean, the, the parts, you know, like I was ordering the motors, okay, the cables, cutting the CNC parts. But the code is something that I never did in my life before. I mean, <laughs> I was like, oh, I thought, okay, I don't know the code and I put it here and it will be work. And it wasn't, of course, because I was like, as a change in the machine, you know, I scale the model of the machine. So the numbers and the codes uh, should be different. And I was the really strong, like, okay, what it is, what, did, how, I didn't understand. <laughs> I was like lost in that moment, really. Uh, so in that moment, when I was in the bachelor in the machine, I started to ask friends, friends like who study engineer, engineer and know informatics, you know, about this stuff, because there I was really lost. And then they helped me, they explained me a bit, you know, okay, that's who are like this, like this, like this. I, I learned a bit. Yeah, but that was uh, a big, a big. And, uh, and today you feel comfortable with, with coding? Uh, it's not my thing 100% because, you know, like I need to do with clay with different stations in between. But now I understand it. Like I can put a simple clay, uh, code in a motor, make this rotation motor. I don't know, adjust the speed and maybe in and between doesn't work very well because it's always something. <laughs> and when it, yeah, <laughs> in, at, until that moment, then I start to ask. But it's something that, okay, I start to understand that When the code is the most difficult uh, or one of the most difficult parts, um, to be honest, it, it sounded rather easy as you described to build your own 3D printer. Uh, is that I have, to be honest, I have never done the build your own 3D printer workshop. Um, we had one. I I didn't have the time. I want to do it, but uh, it sounded like um, it's not that difficult. Would you encourage everyone to do it? Like build your printer yourself yeah. to understand the technique more. D depend. What do you want to do? Uh, yeah, I think like uh, my case was clay. It was I need to do that, and this machine is like. A kind of especially for this kind of material I mean I don't need heater I don't need heat the plate or something like that so I deactivate all the hot stuff and uh, it's a lot of information today in internet how you how to build your 3d printer to be honest uh, all the information I, I get from mine was like yeah Google exhausting hours of Google there are a group of people in wiki google groups you know when everybody are building in that case 3d printing clay machine you can ask uh, they put also open source code and that helped a lot it's a big community and it's yeah it's getting bigger without that alone to the idea maybe it could be more difficult all right talking about community um Actually, you know, we're in the Motion Lab Berlin community here. And uh, every before every episode, I go around and I ask some of the members here, some of the followers, if they have any questions for uh, for the podcast. So I actually asked this week if anyone has questions for you. 
And I also want to mention, uh, I also want to mention that uh, for the next episodes, if our listeners out there, if you want to also ask questions, you can do so through our social media channels. You can also send an email to podcast at Motion Lab Berlin, or you can also send a WhatsApp to 01522-477-0559. So just a voice memo with your question. So we put all these uh, contact information in the show notes as well. So... Uh, emails, yes. phone numbers, check the Absolutely. show notes. Everything is in the show notes. Okay, so Cindy, I have three questions for you today. Let's start mm-hmm. with the first one. Hey Cindy, it's Chris from Motion Lab. What do you think about a website where customers can customize the orders themselves? Yeah, that's, uh, that's a great uh, ask uh, a question. Uh, because I, for example, I now working in a new project uh, that is like customizer 3d printing dinnerware for restaurants uh, and the idea is that depend of the style from each restaurant behind is possible to make a customized service but also is the same for bricks or dinnerware or you know in 3d printing the the, the the customer can came and you can adjust the product exactly for what they want how they want yeah in connection with the material so yeah <laughs> it is so it's totally possible um yeah awesome. it's nice also because it's not something it's not the same for everybody it's not the same yeah. you know like you can have really your own product your own form your own shape that really fit with you and your project no i think always like uh you know coming closer to customization and uh, allowing Uh, the consumer to choose what he wants, it's always a really good idea. One more, uh, we have actually two more. Okay, so second question. Hi, Cindy, here's Nadine. Um, Your art radiates a very special character. Where do you get your material from? Oh, yeah, the look, for example, the look I create from Berlin. It's coming from Brandenburg. So I go there, you see like there is like also this topography book i don't know from the from brandenburg online so you know which kind of soil where you can find it and in the case of berlin that come from there in the case from for example peru is like always when i when i travel i i go i go travel there also and i take some of some clay and and spain as well so i go always in spain to a, to a place where i know there is a clay zone so you actually yeah. take the, yeah, the clay from different. from the ground, like you take it from its natural yeah. natural habitat, kind of. Yeah. That's really cool. Yeah, I mean, uh, now like I <laughs> I'm developing like easy forms to, to transport it because at the very beginning, you know, like I was uh, traveling in the train from Spain mm-hmm. to, to Berlin with a, a, a bag full with local clay. <laughs> it was like crazy. Uh, yeah, was okay, kind of. No, that's so cool that you actually adventures. do it yourself. So, you um, awesome. quick quick follow up question before we get to the other community question. Um, you could because clay can have different ages, right? So you can use clay that's in the ground for like different times, and you could actually. Is it like I, I guess clay can have different consistencies, and you can only use a certain type of clay? But could you? potentially use material that's hundreds or thousands of years old because that 
would make like your product immediately stand out from anything else out there because 3D printing normally is with materials that's like the materials for 3D printers, the plastic ones, they are a couple of weeks, months, maybe years old, but material that's really ancient and to 3D print something with it, it sounds, is it possible? So I, I have no idea. That's why I'm asking. No, and you are totally right. And yeah, actually, Pav, now, of course, yeah. Yeah, this is exactly what I'm doing. For example, for one of my last projects, I was traveling in Peru, you know, to the mountains in a place with like in a small, small village. It's like 3,000, 4,000 met, uh, meters above the sea level. And I take clay from them, for example. And it's a clay who are like, yes, yeah, it's, it's kind of this wheel clay because there is no a city there. There's no big machinery staff who are coming there because it's too high. And this is kind of this kind of landscape who like was transforming uh, themselves through millions of years. There are also like lichens there. You know, it's all this history of the earth contained in this clay that I take and I convert in 3D printing <laughs> and I put it the color there and the glaze. Yeah, it's, it's a lot of history. That's because I say there's much more, it's a lot in this clay, you know, it's more than you can imagine. Okay, one more question. Hi, Cindy, this is Matthew. Um, I have a question regarding the ceramics 3D printers because I saw that a lot of people in Berlin are doing something quite similar. So would you be interested in um, working with them as well at Motion Lab? Yeah, why not? I mean, I know all of them because it's a very, very small <laughs> world of the 3D printing. I think we are in Berlin, three people, me <laughs> okay. and two other girls. Uh, one of them, I know she's working with porcelain, most of stuff, and the other one I think is working with porcelain a bit and clay. Uh, we know each other. I mean, I'm, I'm waiting if they want to do something together and here, they know where I am and open. <laughs> Great. See. So if you're listening to this, the two ceramic girls from Berlin, give, uh, give Cindy a call. <laughs> Okay, uh, well, Cindy, it's been very interesting and fun, and um, we're pretty much done, but before we close up, uh, I want to ask you, uh, is there anyone from the Motion Lab Berlin community, the Harte community in Berlin, that you think should be in this podcast and that uh, you want us to interview? Yeah, I would highly recommend that... Uh... Oh, where's the name of these people? God, <laughs> I forget you, the name. You also mentioned, by uh, the way, half uh, note, you also mentioned the Collage Collective when we spoke. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, it's like too early for me. <laughs> Mostly work at the night. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Collage Collective, yeah, there's three guys who are doing amazing stuff from um, old machine, old electro machines. So they're like picking up from everywhere in Berlin, like, I have a, I don't know, an old light that didn't work. I want to 
put it in the truage so they you just need to call them they go pick up and transform this old machine that doesn't work in a piece of art with lights and and installations and yeah it's really cool what they do actually makes sense like not put all this old old machine on the trash so do you know do something nice with that and yeah. transform it I really want to talk to them. Uh, I heard about them as well. So I will absolutely reach out. Cool. Uh, thank you so much for joining us today and uh, giving us a, an insight in in 3D printing for clay. I, uh, I like that a lot, a lot to learn. And I'm sure if, like we have, of course, our contacts in the show notes. Is it, um, if anyone has questions, like follow-up questions for you, is it okay to contact us and we get them in touch with you? Yeah, yeah, of course, of course. Or maybe there's a way they can contact you directly as well. Exactly. Is there anything where we can learn more about you and your product? Is there a homepage, an email address, something, how to get in touch? Uh, Instagram, whatever. Uh, Instagram, yeah. maybe is that the thing that I <laughs> most use. Um, Instagram is, yeah, you can search me for Cindy Valdez in Instagram. Or Cindy Serrat, it's the same. <laughs> Uh, yeah, yeah we'll put it in our show notes as well. And yeah, you can like Great. know about my my projects there. Very cool. Great. Thank you very much, Cindy, again. It was really fun and really insightful. I, I learned a lot. Uh, for our listeners, thank you as well for being with us. We hope you enjoyed it as much as we did. Make sure again to check our show notes for all the links and info. Follow Motion Lab Berlin on Instagram and LinkedIn to get updates on the next episodes. Um, and also to ask us questions. Uh, you can also go to our landing page, our website, motionlabberlin slash podcast. For today, that's all we have. Hope you will join us next episode oh, wait, as well. Wait, wait, wait. I have uh, one last question. Oh, I yeah, sure. Go ahead. This, yeah. this, I have this thing here. Um, what? What, what does this button do? No, 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 no,